Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish! There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison, beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Football is back. All the way back. This is Kentucky Roll Call, and we're kicking off the 2023 season here at Elk Run Golf Club for the 2023 Big X Kickoff Golf Scramble. So excited. I'm Nick Roush. We got the Scooter Dingus in studio. That's right. Uh, TJ Walker uh, had to rebuild his garage. Um, he got out the hammer and the nails, uh, got it fixed, but is running behind. And I know TJ right now is in the car. There's steam rolling out of his ears uh, because the and the biscuits are, are cooked. Uh, so he's probably very frustrated. But you know what, TJ? It's going to be a great day. It's a beautiful day out here for a golf scream. A beautiful way to kick off the weekend. Um, and we've got we're going to have a lot of fun here today on the Big X Sports Radio, uh, 1450 AM, 96.1 FM. As always, make sure you get your text in to the Thornton's text on 502-414-1450. You're coming out here to see us. we got a, got a couple dozen of those wonderful donuts from Thornton's. Uh, and as intern Jacob making a surprise from the clouds, he knew there was golf, so he's going to show up, and he knew there was free donuts. Right? That's why you're here, right? I mean, yeah, and you got to help TJ out whenever you can. Yeah, yeah, that that is a, a very loyal intern. Only interning when we really, really need you in the clutch, um, not when we n- just need a ringer on our golf team. Yeah, no, no, uh, not even close. Which I think Mike Rutherford, if he's listening, I know he's going to be on his way over here. Um, so we're doing the show seven to nine, playing around uh, in the scramble. Got uh, almost two dozen teams, and it should be a great time. Um, and then Rutherford, once we end and wrap up, we're going to eat some salsaritas, and then Rutherford's going to be doing his show from 3 to 6 to get ready for the Louisville football season. Scoots, I woke up this morning, I placed all of my bets that I wanted to get in. Very frustrated. I couldn't get an under on the Nebraska-Minnesota game last night, but that's neither here nor there. Louisville down to a 7.5-point favorite. Oh, wow. But yeah, 80, a lot of movement. But 84% of the bets are on Louisville to cover, according to DraftKings. So, interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, I still don't really know what to think of this game. I kind of want to have a little bit of action. But the Cards, they're kicking off their season tonight uh, in Atlanta. uh, In Kentucky, we are just... um, Can you do the math for me real quick? What's 24 plus 5? 
That would be 29. Oh, oh you, the, the wheels almost were spinning at, there. Almost at 31. The wheels were spinning there. We are 29 hours away from the Cats kicking off their season at Kroger Field. Kentucky's a 26-and-a-half point favorite over the Ball State Cardinals. You can watch that on SEC Network. Um, but, hey, where would I be? I'm getting too far ahead of myself. We've got to do morning pleasantries, even though TJ isn't here. So, Scoots, did you stay up last night and watch – the Golden Gophers bury a 46-yard field goal as time expired to defeat Nebraska. I did not, Roush. I had to wake up about 5 o'clock this morning to get over to Elk Run and get everything set up. So I was comfortably in bed by about 9 o'clock last night. So I, I admittedly did not watch any college football last night. I did wake up, check all the scores, saw that Florida laid a complete egg. I saw that Nebraska-Minnesota score. I mean, both of those, I was going to bet the over on both of those games yesterday i didn't end up pulling the trigger and doing that so i'm really glad because they both went under by a mile yeah yeah of course they did because i told you they would you did Um, you did you should have known better and what do you mean so you didn't even turn on like here let's watch the opening kickoff and just see some college football i didn't nope not a single second didn't see a pigskin I mean, at all last night. I apologize. I know you're mad at me, but it's I'll, I'll be t- I'll be tuned in tomorrow morning. Don't you worry. I mean, but what were what were you tuned into though? Anyway, like what what was on what was Scoots on Scoots's television instead of the first football game of the season? So I watched the new Adam Sandler movie last night on Netflix, the Bar Mitzvah one. That's that's what I was watching, and it was really good. And I did I do not regret my decision, Roush. I mean that I, I just. You do a sports radio show, and you watch. I mean, all you would have had to do, too, Scoots, the Florida-Utah game, it was a three and out by Florida, and then a 70-yard touchdown. You could have just, like, watched four plays and been like, oh, wow, I saw something. You didn't even tur- you didn't even turn the damn game on? You watched a bar mitzvah movie? Come on, Scoots. Have you seen? It's game day. Get it together. Have you, have you seen the bar mitzvah movie, Roush? It's really good. No. Wait, wait, I've seen it. It, no. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, that's how most Adam Sandler movies are. You've seen this formula how many times already, Scoots? And you, you knew what was it was going to be. It was just different jokes. And instead, you, 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 you would rather watch that than an unscripted football game. Uh, yeah, one that Florida's playing in and Graham Mertz is their quarterback because I've had to see him for years now, and I just know that he is not a good quarterback. So I, I knew that wasn't going to be good football last night. That's that's why I didn't tune oh, in. Oh, that's, Scoots is so football savvy, he doesn't even need <laughs> to watch the games. So that's why he bet the over when Graham Mertz No, I didn't. I right? didn't bet the over. I wanted to, but uh, I didn't. thought about it. I thought yeah, about it, yeah. 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 Uh, Jacob, I'm sure uh, some people have been wondering where the hell has intern Jacob been. Um, how's how's life been treating you now that you're a college graduate? Are are you, are you gainfully employed? I am gainfully employed. Nice. Uh, life after college, it's not what it's cracked up to be. Yeah, we told you. <laughs> Remember when we did the that we're going to an Adam Sandler movie and we grabbed you by the face and we shook you and said, "Why are you graduating college early? Never leave here." Remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, and what did you do? I graduated college. Early. I know. And how much does it suck? But actually, you know, my job is great. What, I'm actually working for Shady Race. Wow. Partner, partner of the show. Wow. that's he, he loves the show so much, he just started working for a sponsor of the show. Yeah. Uh, no, it's been great. It's been great. Well, I imagine they're a great company to work for. So are you the sunglass model? Is that <laughs> uh, is is that how you spend your hours a day, just trying on I mean, different sunglasses? I mean, you've seen me, Roush. I'm not the, I'm not the prettiest seller. 
They're gonna throw me. You're, you you are picture. you aren't a pretty smart feller, but you're a pretty fart smeller. <laughs> no, I'm uh, I'm working on the social media. Oh, so if Shady Ray's, uh, if there's a screenshot from the Shady Ray's account where somebody said something inappropriate, we know it's intern Jacob. That's the one that's firing off the tweet. Right. Okay. So follow Shady Ray's. What's what's the handle so we can follow you, Jacob? At Shady Ray's. At Shady Ray's on Twitter, everything. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Facebook. Jacob, if I heckle so, you on the Shady Rays account, will you like write something mean back to me, or how's I, that work? I'll, just, I'll probably just hide it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can hide it. In comments? <laughs> oh, you have no idea. Oh I wow. Oh, I did did not know that. Um, I didn't know that was a thing. I I'm also like not for somebody who works social media. Like I'm halfway savvy because I only know some of them. Um, it's like once you hit a certain age, I just like I'm, I'm not learning new things. So I'm not learning TikTok, but since we're doing more YouTube stuff over at the the mothership, um, I'm finding myself catching m- many more strays, and it's mostly because I'll go like on our podcast and I'll go on a rant about uh, another team, and it's usually Tennessee or like South Carolina or one of them, and then their fans pick it up. Well, uh, our tick the, the KSR TikTok ac- account is gaining followers because um, Tennessee fans are very unhappy with me right now. I think between that on TikTok and YouTube, there's like 400 comments like, "Can suck you," you know. I mean, it's just uh, it's it's nonstop. It's it's amusing um, because you know what? We're getting them. We're absolutely getting them. Uh, one of those video, like I mean, it was just. A, it's one of, it's, it was our worst watch video of the last week was me just going on about how Tennessee's going to stink. I mean, once you get them, you got them. Once they get mad, that's when you know yeah, you got oh, them. Yeah, hook, line, and sinker. So I, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I, 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 I'm just glad that I was right about one thing, so I'm definitely going to be right about Tennessee. Florida is, in fact, not very good at the game of football. Uh, Utah could have won by more, um, and I know some people that did have the total, like myself, might have been sweating out. A little bit there at the end when uh, Utah missed a 55-yarder. Uh, people forget the elevation in Utah, 5,000 feet, Salt Lake City. So uh, he had plenty of leg, just went a little a little wide left. Uh, between that and if Florida would have gone down and touched a uh, scored, it would have hit the over. But that would have that would have meant Florida would have had to get in the end zone. And they were very challenged in that regard last night. They did not look very good. Um, I mentioned to TJ quite a bit in the lead-up to this game. If we're going to learn something about him, if they can run the football against Utah, then they're probably going to be able to run the football against anybody. Well, um, they couldn't really do that. They were they had to lean on uh, Graham Mertz to move the football, and it just didn't work out all that well for the Gators. Also, not a great idea to just give up a 70-yard a touchdown on your first defensive play of the season either. Yeah, I mean, that's that's got to just – that's a knife to to the back right there, just to start it off. So Travis Etienne, the former five star that um, was really good for the last year, seven carries for twenty five yards. They only ran the ball twenty one times. Some of that's a byproduct from playing from behind. Uh, but Graham Mertz, thirty one of forty four for three thirty three touchdown interception, QBR thirty. Uh, wasn't wasn't great. Wasn't a great look for the Gators. They looked rattled. Uh, Sunbelt Billy was, uh, it looked like he was trying to resuscitate himself coming out of one of the timeouts. He's like pounding himself on the chest. <laughs> and you're like, dude, you're dead. You're dying. Uh, it, it was it was a bad night for Florida. Now it is, before we go ahead and just uh, write 42 to nothing in the final score for that game, September 30th at Kroger Field, we got to remember one, it's first game. 
So, like, you know, as exciting as it may be, there is, um, there's some lumps to work through, right? You don't want to overreact too much, Jacob. But at the same time, I'm st- like, this is kind of what we thought of Florida. They don't have a lot of – Ricky Pearsall had uh, 92 yards and eight catches. But that was – like, there wasn't – there just wasn't a whole lot of playmaking out there. When they were trying to go side-by-side, side, they couldn't out-athlete Utah, and it, it just didn't work. It did not work at all. I feel like it's been some time since, since they had a pocket quarterback like that. Ooh, yeah, you'd have to – and Mertz did uh, – he, he ran the ball a little bit, but um, – yeah, it. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think back to another pocket. No, I mean Kyle Trask was a Heisman finalist, so he had the one year in COVID. They won the SEC East. But you're right. Aside from that, it has been mostly uh, mobile quarterbacks that have been running the show down there. Um, but I, I think the the bigger thing is like it's been a while since Florida's just been able to out athlete people. It used to be the deal where it's like, all right, they just had guys. Worst comes to worst, they're going to run around you. And they don't, like, it's not, that's not the case anymore. They don't have a Percy Harvin, right? Or uh, uh, I know there's a laundry list. Like, I've kind of blacked out a lot of those names um, from the past in the Steve Spurrier era uh, where it's just like, all right, this guy's going to score three touchdowns against Kentucky, and it's going to be awful. I can't remember the name. It wasn't Jeff Scott. Was it Jeff Scott who was a track star? And uh, tailback, but uh, these two aren't going to remember. I don't even know if Jacob was born when that when that guy was at. No. Uh, did you watch the thing on Netflix? No, I can't. Gators can suck it, um, for all I'm concerned. I know the dude you're talking about. He was on that thing. Yeah, that. but they all can suck it. They got a big L, started the season with a loss. Florida 0-1, last place in the SEC. Vanderbilt, first place in the SEC, tied with Missouri, who did not cover and only scored 35 points against an FCS opponent. So uh, (laughs) just keep that in mind. That was an FCS team that they could not cover against. Uh, The the two games, there were two close games last night, though. And when I say close, I mean uh, NC State did not cover. The UConn Huskies did. uh, Fell 24-14. They were were up for most of the first half before – the Brennan Armstrong got things rolling with Robert and I, um, but they ended up winning by uh, a ten piece. And then Minnesota, Nebraska. It was the ultimate Big Ten West battle. Uh, just a real slobber knocker with so many. I mean, I, so Nebraska. They looked. If you're a Cornhuskers fan, I doubt there's a bunch of listening here. But they've just been plagued by quarterbacks who turn the ball over and end up losing them one score games. I thought Jeff Sims looked better. He had some moments that was like, okay, this isn't just a Martinez brother uh, 3.0, right? Uh, well, it ended up being Martinez brother 3.0 because they're down 3 nothing, going into halftime. I thought the guy got in the end zone. Replay review says no, he did not. So they've got to throw the ball up. And what is, with eight seconds left, what does Sims do? Those an interception in the end zone. It's like that's the one thing you can't do. You tie the ball game if you just sit back, kick a field goal. Uh, Minnesota, they end up scoring. Scoots, did you did you go back and watch these highlights? No, you said you did. did... No, I went. I went okay. back and checked scores. I didn't. I haven't watched any highlights. Okay, look up Minnesota game tying touchdown. Um, okay. It was something Daniels, Daniel Jackson. Look up Daniel Jackson's touchdown because Minnesota's offense didn't really do anything all night. If there's one thing Nebraska does do well under Matt Rule in game one, 
they get the hell after the quarterback. Uh, they got this big interior lineman wearing like number one, big white guy who was just oh, he was he was fun to watch. Minnesota couldn't really do anything, but they finally with four minutes left get a drive together, put it together, oh. and they're hanging on by the thread. It's third and ten from the twenty-two, and Scoots. That so you saw the touchdown, the play before. The same guy, Daniel Jackson, made an equally incredible, fully extended touchdown grab in the back of the end zone, but his foot just left the ground. I mean, it was an inch off the ground when he secured control of the ball and was completely extended. So then it's fourth and ten from about the 20, and Scoots, your reaction there said it all. The double move to get wide open, incredible, incredible touchdown catch to tie the football game with what? One twenty-five left well, on the clock. Is he, that he did? He did those moves with such conviction. That like the break to the right and then the break back to the left. The defender never had a prayer, but then for oh. him to drag his foot there, my goodness, what a catch! That's if, awesome. If uh, Ethan Kaliakamanis, the quarterback, the Greek freak, if he, I mean, he he threw the ball out of bounds. <laughs> if Daniel Jackson, right. he was wide open. I mean, it was Stevie Johnson, our LSU, wide open. If he just – if he's thrown it to anybody else, that ball's just going out of bounds. But said Jackson, it, when they slowed it down to uh, the guys I was watching with, he was like, that looks like the Jordan logo. Like, he's got his feet stretched out. He's looking behind him to make sure that this time his foot, his toe is uh, on the turf. It was an incredible catch to tie the game. But it was like a minute and a half left. So, we're sitting around waiting, like, is, is Nebraska going to do this? Sims gets him around to the 50, and what does Jeff Sims do? Throws his third interception of the night. <laughs> Minnesota marches. They get it down to, like, the 30-yard line. Kick a field goal as time expires to win the game. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, just having – at least one of the games was good. I know I get a little bit – I get a little bit worked up, Scoots, but just having football back makes me comfortable. Having the multiple TVs – Trying to figure out which multi-view has all of the games uh, we want. Um, it was it was it was a it was a great night to, to watch some college football. Even though the games uh, we only really the, the big one was a stinker. The big one was a stinker. Well, and that's what the issue was for me, Roush. Is it's, I just didn't have any interest in any of these games, you know. And I I'm not a big college football guy like you all are. You know that. So that's it's not something that I was really hyped up for last night. Now come Saturday. I'm going to be pretty excited watching the Cats, watching the Hoosiers, watching several good games. I'm really excited for that Florida State LSU game on Saturday or on Sunday. I think that's going to be a really good time. So, yeah, I think it was just the slate for me last night. It just it didn't do it for me. Are you going to watch the Louisville game tonight? Um, prop. What time's that or, start? I don't. I think it's seven thirty. Okay, it, then yeah, probably not. I mean, I have seven thirty. I have a game out game at. Tonight, don't you? I've got a game out at Floyd Central tonight, so maybe I'll listen to it on the radio on my way home if it's not over, which hopefully it won't be, or that means my game took too long. <laughs> <laughs> um. Huh, true. True. I. Uh, 730. 7.30. 7.30. 7.30 kickoff. Thank you, intern Jacob. That's why you're the best intern, adult intern in the business. Suck it, BTI. Um, Suck it, intern I, cat, too. I, which is, Screw did intern cat, cat. Did the cat get into anything this morning? No, just I just wanted to throw a suck it to the intern oh, cat. Oh, you just really wanted to throw some shade yeah. at, at the cat. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, Kentucky is playing football tomorrow. I know all of our listeners are excited to hear that. To see that, to watch that. Oh, I had one more thing, Jacob, on, on the Minnesota game. Something about the M. 
the just the M logo. I, I love like it. Should it. be a W. I mean, it kind of like it kind of looks like an ups. I mean, but that's how all M's are, right? An upside I mean, down yeah. W. But but there's there's some that are <laughs> like like that. I, th- <laughs> I just I don't know what it is about the Minnesota font that I I love it. Uh, maybe it's because I grew up with the K on the middle of Commonwealth Stadium that went from 30 to 30, and that's kind of how Minnesota approaches their helmets and their uniforms. But the big M, the color combinations, I don't know. In, in Minnesota, the the Gophers are just the most non-threatening team ever. I think in 97, they lost to Kentucky in the Final Four, but I don't know if Minnesota has ever once been on my radar to where I would want to hate them or love them or w- whatever it might be. Uh I guess my only gripe would be, can we get the gopher on a helmet? Can we have, like, a game of year where they're getting the gopher on the helmet? Or the gopher at midfield. Yeah, maybe. If the gopher has a football helmet on and is, like, stiff-arming people, maybe. Uh, but, like, I, the, like, the Cleveland Brown Elf, I don't think is the best midfield thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't like that one. Yeah. I, I don't like that one. So, I don't know. We'll workshop it, but I... I Nebraska losing one-score games, that's staying alive. Love that that trend's going to continue, but I do think long-term Matt Rule is ultimately going to figure things out. Can't have him beating Kentucky for any football recruits whatsoever, Uh, but there's there's a little competition there. I think one of the the Smith brothers might be going to visit there eventually at some point. But uh, tomorrow they plan on visiting for the Kentucky game. Does that excite you, the Smith twins? The Intern Jacob? I mean, you can't go wrong with a pair of twins. Yeah. I mean, it's like Cor- the Coors Light and twins. He was too young for that campaign, though, Scoots. No way he was on oh, for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. What about the Cats' new uniforms? Are yes. they getting new helmets or no? Same helmets? So, that's the thing that's nice about kicking off a new football season at Kroger Field. There's a lot of new things. There's new turf. There's be new signage. New uniforms. I do not believe the helmets will be new, except for maybe when they rock the the black uniforms and wear the black helmets heading against Louisville. And there's the sports talker pulling in, excited to to talk some ball with us. Uh, But we also have new concession stands, beer sales. Intern Jacob, will you be will you be consuming the football helmet cold ice cold Bud Lights at the Krog this fall? I will get down there at least once. Well, we know that if you have tickets, you still might not go. <laughs> That's just not true. Uh, well, I mean, sometimes. Well, what? what a, a, few, the, a few times. You, but it was like, it was a South Carolina game. Oh, and the, yeah, just like we, we, a we, close we went game. In, we went in, <laughs> but then it was just like, beer, hey. beer sounds better. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? Now that they've got beer at Kroger Field, you yeah, won't have yeah, to leave. Yeah. Right, you can just sit back, relax, enjoy your time at Kroger Field. The amenities are improving. We're excited. We're excited to have football back. We're excited to have uh, TJ back in the house. Why don't you pass those headphones over to him? We'll we'll get your laptop hooked up after after we go to commercial, TJ. But hey, how are we? Good morning. Ah, jeez. Just having a ball. I, I can only imagine how frustrated it's you like, were, too. Yeah, especially with everything today. At 5:45, baby wakes up and. It's before my alarm, but I'm like, this is okay. Yeah, and like I, it's I can't believe Justin didn't watch football yesterday. But I'm, <laughs> so I'm watching, I'm watching football and uh, go to sleep late. I I knew it was going to be a, a short night's sleep. Baby wakes me up before my alarm. No issue with that. Maybe for like the second or third time in my entire career, I do doze off with baby, just like chilling. Mm-hmm. Um, 
already had turned the alarm off, which oh. there's the mistake. Anyways, it's like 625. And I'm like, well, this is not good. Yeah. This is not what I and so it was only like a 20, 15 minute doze off. I was like, this is not what we're looking for. I wanted to get here super early. And now I'm going to get there just a little bit early, run and rush and go throw everything in my car without opening the garage door first Ooh. and then go to open the garage door. And we've had so much issues with this garage door over the last two months. It doesn't open. Um, so I have to manually do it. And luckily I'm the strongest guy in the world, but it, it's not as easy as like most manual garages. It's supposed Should to just be. pop, you yeah, know, yeah. this one is not like I'm having to like literally force it up oh, like your Atlas holding up and I had everything in the car. So I knew I was already late, but then when you all had, called and texted it went to my smartwatch and i was like it's already that time and at that point luckily the garage door was open so i just had to rush and get here you busted it you made it um and we're here i mean it's a beautiful morning couldn't have asked for a better morning um we've got intern jacob waving at us in the parking lot um pointing uh we've got a little Go on bit and bring it all out jacob a little bit of dew on the grass, but I don't think it's going to stay wet for long for the folks out here who are going to go golf. No, nothing worse than whenever you just you know, can't get a – the greens don't move because they're just soaking wet. I don't think that's going to be the case. A beautiful day, not a cloud in the sky at this wonderful – the clubhouse here at Elk Run. Oh, yeah, this wasn't, all, this wasn't all finished last year when we were out here. And ginormous. This is beautiful. This is really nice, Clark. Yeah, we're on the back patio, so if you're coming on out here – Come hang out. Got some donuts from Thornton. The hell out of here, B. Yep. Uh, the B is trying to eat TJ's face. Mm-hmm. How about we we take our first break? Yeah, there's a lot I want to talk about. Hearing you all talk about the games last night, I've got a few takes to add to that. But we are at Elk Run. Uh, we got intern Jacob helping us out. We're lucky. We've got t-shirts. We've got koozies. We've got all of it here. And it's going to be a fun day of golf. My computer, I think, is also broken. So just adding to the oh all-around good morning yeah. that I'm having. Uh, which is not good news because I've got a bunch of stuff on this computer that I need. So all around great, but I'm happy to be here. The weather's perfect. Right. We're going to have fun. Uh, <laughs> probably maybe need a beer a little earlier than I was anticipating. <laughs> this is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Oh, TJ Walker, Nick Ross, Justin Kalen, intern Jacob at Elk Run. We'll be back after this. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Speaking of the Highlands, your your boy, uh, your boyfriend, uh, Jack Harlow. How how are things going with you two? Okay, I need him to go ahead and grow up and realize that it's me and him. I need for him to like when he looked me in the eyes yesterday. I just knew that he felt that spark. Um, I literally, when he looked me in the eyes, almost wet my britches because I was just like, oh my god, he looked at me in the face. He said hello to me. How, how do we think he smells? Um, like going on? Like um, cedar and patchouli and maybe a little bit of like elderflower, maybe a little lily. Um, I think that he probably smells like a dainty, sweet angel who needs to be roughed up a little bit. told me he ain't got a preference. I don't both down and I asked a few questions. Had last week and they already best friends, already best friends. Met last week and they already best friends. friends. Scoots, look at you, buddy. Wow. You did it. I did it. We've been waiting forever for that. Waiting all day for Sunday night. (laughs) That was great. It was just as good as I remember it. Thanks. I appreciate it. I worked hard on that yesterday. So I'm I'm glad y'all like it. 
Yeah, computers. Just Jay, intern Jacob's laughing at my computer. I mean, it's it's very. De- you know, the funny thing is, literally at my fantasy draft last night, I was telling my friends, I was like, "Yeah, one time I had my computer and I dropped it, and I went to pick it up to hope to make sure it was okay, and then I looked at the screen and it was all messed up, and this screen is uh, is all messed up. It looks like wet though. It looks like maybe there's some water behind the screen. Would be my guess for why it's acting all funky. But at least if I can do this and I can just send everything I've got. I was probably due for a new computer in due time, anyways. This is a this one's been through the ringer a little say, bit, that looks but I've got so much like info on this computer that I had not you saved over. The the info is that what kids are calling it nowadays? Your information? Yeah, I've yeah. got a lot of information. A lot, a lot of MP4s uh, stashed on there. Um, Haley Minogue, she's going to get a Kentucky Roll Call T-shirt. You can get one if you come out here at Elk Run, and we've got T-shirts up here. We've got koozies. We've got it all, Roush. We do. We do. Uh, the fine folks from Shady Rays here as well. Yep, they just got here. They're going to have a nice little chipping contest to, to hand out some glasses. So it's it's going to be a fun day today. Jacob's sorting through the donuts right now. Just one I, single glazed donut? Yeah, because all the other be- are better. Thorns has so many varieties. I got every kind of variety, um, and you just pick the plain one because you're so plain Jane. You want the one glazed donut. They've, there's so many that are better than that, Jacob. You need to be better. Um and TJ, like I said earlier on, I don't think Kentucky needs to be a lot better to be better than Florida. The, the Gators. No, they looked horrible. Thank goodness UK didn't get Graham Mertz. Having to talk ourselves into that dude all summer. That would have been, for, t- that been hard, that. yeah. Because I would have done it for like a week or two, and then it would have been like, okay, but we still have to talk ourselves into Graham Mertz. Like, this is going to be. You're the one who wanted DJ Ugale Angale. No, I was just warning you all. Mm, you wanted him. <laughs> I said not You were like, he's proven. He can do it. Uh I mean, he's, he, he would have been better than many Gra- He probably would have been better than Graham Mertz. I'll yeah. give you at least that one. Florida looks horrible. The only person that looked halfway impressive on their offense was that quick little number three. He seemed like he can get some, be in some trouble if you can get him in some space. But I was watching their – they just – they – they couldn't get anything going, and they weren't. It didn't even necessarily look like the scheme was right. It didn't look like that they had the talent to even execute it. Uh, he's a dead man walking. The head coach Billy Napier there, but he's been recruiting good, so you never know. That might that might do enough to, to keep him around. Uh, but yeah, it's it's not going to be a great second season for old Sun Belt Billy. Uh, not a great season at all. So no, to be recruited. His britches off. It's always great at Elk Run, especially when you got the fine folks from Shady Rays out here. You can shop in person at Shady Rays. It's at Oxmoor Center on Shelbyville Road next to Anthropology. Don't you love Anthropology? Um, I passed that class in college, so yeah, big fan of it. You can use, this is breaking news here, you can use the new Big X Sports Radio code, which is still big old-fashioned X. Big X. Instead of twenty five percent off, the fine folks at Shady Rays have bumped that bad boy up to forty percent. What? A large selection of Shady Rays, both in store and online. So even if you are shopping at their physical location, you can tell them Big X at checkout. Get forty percent off. There are a couple exclusions that do apply, so make sure you check. Uh, and you know, they've got knowledgeable brand experts at their stores and very friendly customer service online. They'll get you taken care of. But try that promo code Big X now, not for 25% off, for 40% off. Customers can shop brands. Full line of adventure eyewear, all backed by Shady Ray's exclusive Lost or Broken Protection Program, which you hear me talk about every single day. If you lose, you break them, something happens to them, 
or you just want your order resent to you, it's, they make it incredibly easy. And then they're also pushing their Green Wolf Premium Golf Sunglasses, which intern Jacob gave me a pair. I'll be wearing them out there on the course in just a little bit. They're actually not the ones that are on my head right now, so I need to go change those out. Uh, but they enhance golfer's vision, and it can elevate your golf game, which I need all the help I can get when it comes to golf. So excited to wear these Green Wolf Premium Sunglasses. And like we said, if you're going to be out here this morning, there's a chance that you can buy some Shady Rays, you can win some Shady Rays, you get a discount on some Shady Rays. Uh, we're happy to have these folks out here. They've been a great partner with us. Uh, and hopefully if you're going to be playing out here, you'll get to, to encounter everything good that they've got going on out here. Roush, the, I thought it was a good night of college football. It was not pretty. It was not like good, you know, it wasn't quality football, but Exciting games. Yeah, I heard you already mention the the Minnesota Nebraska game. Is Nebraska just like a universe, like a, the entire nation? Not really anything against them, but I just like seeing them lose. Yeah, I don't really know how to explain it. It's it's you know some of it I think is the they were good in the nineties, so you like to hear them. You like you like to see them down, right? Yeah. Um, and the way that they flame out too, where they had so many opportunities and just kept turning the ball over and making mistakes at the most inopportune moments. It uh, yeah, it's 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 fun to see. It's fun to know too that they are like I I, I think long term, uh, as I said earlier, Matt Rule probably will get them figured out. But it's good to know that we still the Scott Frost stink is still on. Mm -hmm. it, it's going to take more than one game to scrub that out. Yeah, no, it uh, for sure. I I had to do like double takes when seeing Matt Rule just uh, yeah. People forget. Oh, is this a United States game live over there? I think it is. USA. Right, no, no. No, they're at four forty this morning. Did they win? I can't believe it's this close against, who is that, Montenegro? Um, I think MNE, it's Minnesota. So they're playing, <laughs> Minnesota played a doubleheader Jeez, yesterday. the United States won, but only about 12. What the heck's that all about? The World Cup format is fascinating. I didn't quite realize all this. So you play in your group stage in the first round. The first two teams advance to the next round. And then they play multiple games. And then the you play round. multiple games again with the teams that advance, and then those teams go to the knockout stage. But here's the interesting thing. If you didn't finish top two in your group, you still play in, like, a meaningless loser bracket. So, like, France, who didn't advance, rhymes, they went to a loser stage where they'll have to play a couple games. And I think there's even a loser knockout tournament. So it just goes on forever and ever. They make these people play basketball for the rest of their lives. Uh, it's it, like uh, Michael Jordan whenever uh, the Danny DeVito aliens like, you're going to play basketball forever. <laughs> That's exactly what and it is. And lose. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a great sports weekend, though. we got college football, Catterday tomorrow. We'll talk more Cats versus Ball State. We get St. X mail tonight, Roush. A good high school slate, really, across the, the entire state. If there's a game you're interested in us talking about, feel free to text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Quickly on St. X mail, uh, Jason Frakes had a good story uh, about Max Ganey. And I, I don't know the whole thing on him. Like, if I, I – I mean, it might be where he's just too slow for some of the college teams. But part of the article that Frakes wrote is something that is very real. It's like, why isn't this kid getting offered? And I was like, well, this sounds like it's just going to be whining. Like, why are more schools paying attention to me? When in reality, a lot of it's the COVID fifth years and transfers. A lot of people aren't taking chances as much for high school recruits. They aren't reaching because they're like, well, we can just watch them and then get them in the portal later. Well, let's wait for these proven commodities to come up. So it is getting, at least right now, I do think that that will find uh, some of that will come back down and water will find its level once the covid kids get out of there here in two years or so yeah, get but, out COVID kids. but that, for, 
I, there is something very much to that. Max Gainey, very talented football player, puts up a ton of big numbers, and uh, he might be doing just that tonight on your St. X Tigers. I certainly hope not. I know who Corey Price is rooting for, but no, we uh, that, that should be a good one. Give us an idea of maybe the top program, the top team in 6A in the city, but you'd have to envision that Frederick Douglass is going to be in the thick of it when it comes to state playoffs, and then not ready to ride off Trinity just yet. Uh, they, they'll figure things out, although it does seem like a different program since Beatty has been gone. What other good games are there tonight in high school football? Uh, Corbin. Who, do, who do the DeSales Colts have? I don't know. Sorry. DeSales Colts. What? Yeah. Um, I know Corbin Lexcath is a big one. Lexington Christian also plays somebody big. Um, I want to say it's Cal. Like Calipari? Uh, yes, just like Calipari. No, they, but they, they play somebody uh, good tonight, and it's going to bug me that I can't figure out who that is until I click the link. But Cutter Bowling Co., we talked about it earlier, Like they, they opened the year with like five straight really good games uh, against teams that played in state championship last year. So uh, actually it will be tomorrow they'll host Pikeville at 8 p.m. So, hey, maybe you want to go see the future Kentucky quarterback? Uh, you can go to the game, you can watch the current one, and then you take a little break, maybe get something to eat, and then you go watch and do a little double dip. That's at uh, 8 p.m. tomorrow night at LCA, in the LCA Bowl. Get your text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450, 502-414-1450. Oh, we have a Battle of UK commits, too. Covcath is at Simon Kitten. Boom. Ooh. Willie Rodriguez versus Abbasel. That's exciting, Two too. times Tuesday, okay. if you're a Northern Kentucky listener. Okay. I love that one of our early morning roll callers. we got a Pittsburgh Steelers pullover on over here. Scoots, we're in good company. Yeah. Here we go. Love it. Love to hear it. Scoots, what would you guess Trevor's doing at this moment? Uh, sleeping. Sleeping. I'm not really even allowed to, to make late jokes, unfortunately, but uh, wasn't he supposed to be here? Uh, so he is going to come in around 8.30, so about 8 gotcha. o'clock I'll blow him up. Gotcha. Do the 17 calls bit. Whether that's our method. <laughs> Bare for minimum. Like, Bare minimum. We got, we got to call him 17 times to make sure everybody's all right. <laughs> What would happen if Trevor, like, what if something were to happen? Like, because, like, nobody would be, if he just didn't show up, nobody would be surprised, right? Like, well. I mean, I, you're, ta- you're talking about a situation that, uh, you know, may actually happen someday. We're just like, oh, that Trevor, classic him not showing up. And it's, that actually has happened where it's been like, oh, he's in the hospital. And he didn't tell anybody. He's <laughs> like, you know, he's sick. He's not feeling well, but he didn't bother letting anybody know. No, you're probably talking didn't, about a scenario that may actually happen someday. Didn't we have this same plan last year, though? He was supposed to come relieve me in studio, and I was going to join you all out there. And then he, he just, just yeah. never showed up, yeah. period. Yeah. I mean, uh, actually, excuse that you say that. It was exactly that. And he was sick because, like, on Monday, oh, he, yeah. he laid the seeds yeah. very early that week. Where Monday, he was like, I don't feel all that great, but I'm fine. It's not stopping me. And then Tuesday, he was like, yeah, a little worse. Wednesday, he was like, I think I'm dying. <laughs> and then Thursday, it was more of the same. And then Friday, he just no called, no show, didn't show up. Yeah, so, that's yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, good, good memory there, Scoots. Barely. I, I, I don't have good memory very often, but I do when Trevor doesn't show up on time. How excited are you boys to get out on the course and play some golf today? Beyond stoked. Beyond stoked. Do you think that you're going to – Are you? do you feel it in your plum scoots? you think you're going to have a good round? I, I do feel like I'm going to have a good round. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm uh, Mentally, I'm ready. I'm, And this is actually – so when we were out at Park Mammoth a few months ago, that show, it crept. Because all I could do was stare at the golf course and think about how much I wanted to play. <laughs> so that's the good thing about being in studio is I don't have to sit there and stare at that beautiful golf course for two hours. So this show is actually this flying along. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, I uh, – my headset keeps falling down and out. Uh, 
So you're uh, all good now. Yeah, all good. Just got to keep plugging her in. Um, I'm just glad that John Spears is uh, the group in front of us because yes. I, I. Here's the thing, too. We we talk about Spears' show a lot, and you may or may not have checked it out. But Spears is just—he's the kind of guy that, like, you know, I I feel like he's like the the dad or the Dixie Highway dad or uncle that I grew up with. That was always ball busting. That like you could always heckle, and he would have a quick quip to come back with you. So I'm I'm really wondering what he's going to say when I hit into him uh, with my draft today, because. I really want to do that. Like, on a par four, they're on the green, and it just, like, almost gets them. Oh, it would be great. I'm excited to see what Mike Rutherford can bring to the table. Of course, there is the Casito cookie rivalry. Uh, it's more just doubling down, in case you just wanted an update, we'll be quick on it. It's more just doubling down by both radio shows. John Spears has no remorse. He's now at the point where he's happy he stole it, and he's <laughs> getting to the point where he's talking about maybe just stealing more things in the studio. Yes, yes. And then Mike is, I think, legitimately pretty bothered. And to a degree, understandably so, you bring something to the studio, and then just three days later it's taken because that. somebody says, I was given the green light to take things from the studio that I wanted to take, which Dugan came out on the record and said is not true so we've, we've got a rogue agent in john spears he's going around taking anything that he deems is his and rutherford's going to take it out on him on the golf course and we are behind them on the link so on the one hand we'll get to know everything that they do in terms of their scoring on the other hand i would yeah i bet mike just maybe on a part three hits into him while they're on the green just into warning shots <laughs> But from what I've heard about Mike's golf game, they're going to be pretty safe if they're anywhere near the pen. Hey, uh, by the way, John brought in the Casito cookie head bobble or cookie bobblehead yesterday, and I he wanted me to take a picture with it. So that got, picture was quite funny, was quite it? literally one of the funniest pictures I've ever seen. <laughs> he looks like such a menace. Even I don't think I don't know if he was trying to or not, but he he looks like a scoundrel in that picture. <laughs> and we posted it on the Kentucky Roll Call Instagram page. John Spears is a really funny dude. For, you know, being a senior citizen around <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he is old. He's, gr- he's grandpa after all. I think he's also got kids that are our age. And he's probably just like, I'm so happy my kids didn't turn out like you goobers. Uh, text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We're going to head on over to the Thornton's text line and get a few of these texts in this morning, and I still am dealing with computer issues, so I'll hop, pop open the phone. Oh, okay, I got it right here. Uh, and we started with Brad from Bellbrook. I don't know about you guys, but tonight will be the last time I sleep until Sunday. I get way too excited to fall asleep the night before opening day, and this might be the most excited I have ever been for a Kentucky football season. It's a party, it's a party, it's a party! Cats by 31, heard it here so first. Brad from Bellbrook has UK covering. Roush, you mentioned yesterday on Kentucky Roll Call that Stoops actually a little bit better covering against out-of-conference opponents than the stereotype for him. Correct. That these games can get ugly. He may not try to run it up. He's just trying to get out healthy. But it may have been a luck at stat that you just parroted, but he's actually done better covering against these teams than not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 9-2 and two in his last 11 against the spread, against non-conference opponents. Kentucky's a 26-and-a-half point favorite. I know it's difficult to do the advanced stats projections when you don't have stats baked in. They've got to use stats from last season. But Bill Connolly from SP Plus has Kentucky uh, projected final score of 37-7. to seven. Uh, And, yeah, 
So that'd I, be a cover. Yeah, that would and be right on Be Brad from Bellbrook's uh, point spread there. And the other thing too, uh, TJ, do you remember what Liam Cohen did the first time he was here? Of course he did. He had one of the best offenses ever. There was two hallmarks. It was uh, the, of his offense that were great. He was great in the red zone. He's great with third down. The other part too, he was great at starting the game with drive starters that just kicked ass. I think that Kentucky scored touchdowns on their first possession in 10 of 13 games, and nine of those were touchdowns. So Kentucky gets off to fast starts with Liam Cohen. They've got a quarterback with more starts than any starting quarterback at Kentucky since Andre Woodson, I believe. Because, uh, yeah, Terry Wilson, he wouldn't have been in the 20s. Maybe if he didn't get hurt, that could have been a different but, stat for him. But Right, but, yeah, I mean, Devin Leary starts his – campaign this year with 30 starts under his belt give me your top three quarterbacks in the mark soups era now devin leary number one hasn't yep. played a game yep. number one number best quarterback one. soups has had will levis i agree with you for what it's worth steven johnson i agree with that list wholeheartedly yeah and i i think i may well actually i'd put steven johnson above a will levis you would it's, and i think maybe it's not even will levis's fault that he got hurt but like when steven johnson got hurt he still balled out. He went and did the dive into the end zone. Yeah. yeah. When Will Levis got hurt, I mean, no injury is created equally. I'm not really necessarily holding that in a negative way against Will Levis, but I don't know if all this is where it's at if not for Steven Johnson. True. Without his determination, without his – you know, just coming out of nowhere, really, and being the the quarterback that UK team needed. And you don't beat Louisville and Lamar without the game that he has. Right, right. So it, I actually think I'd put him number two, and that may be a hot take. The, well, I, it felt like there was a lower floor with Steven Johnson, but the ceiling was higher with Levis in that one season. It just – was, Levis uh, was so I, unpredictable. Like, there was just such a high variance of, like, terrible Florida game and then throws for three touchdowns and rushes for two more against LSU the next week. Uh, like, <laughs> Will Levis and, and R.I.P. Jared. Yeah, I'm, go ahead, sorry. R.I.P. Jared Lorenzen, but he would have been Jared's favorite quarterback because he was the ultimate Jared Lorenzen, like – I'm going to throw the ball 100 miles an hour. I'm going to throw a lot of interceptions. I'm going to try to force it into tight windows. I'm going to run people over, and it's going to be awesome, or it's going to be a disaster. And it's just—it's a wild ride. Just hold, buckle in for because every single play it's unpredictable. Yeah, and I would have loved to see Stephen Johnson with Wondell Robinson. Yeah, yeah. He, I think that made Will things a lot easier for Will Levis having that dude, and sometimes too maybe a fault because you would stare him down like there was nobody else. No tomorrow. The field, and yeah. Sometimes there was no tomorrow. Would have been just really cool if Jeff Vidette would have stung around for him and Boom for another year. Probably the biggest transfer out in the Stoops era, and we kind of hold our hat on that for lack of a better word. That like you you. UK doesn't lose a lot yeah. out of the portal. The, the, and we thought maybe we'd be a program that gets plucked here or there. Exactly. We're doing more of the plucking. Exactly. Uh, the only thing that, like, you lose Justin Rogers. I don't think they wanted that to happen, but um, made But with the way things were kind of going there, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and then Keontae Goodwin, which we had a report yesterday, and I don't know if we talked about it on this show or not, but uh, I, I, I didn't expect him to, to play any. 24-7's Chris Hummer did say that, uh, I think he spoke with Chris Vaughn, who Keontae's just sitting out this year. His mom's uh, got cancer. Um, he's been taking care of her. and that's. I know we hear the stories. Of, you get a little jaded in this business, like, oh, he's got a sick family member. And it's, no, we, we Big Blue Drew has seen Keontae. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is very much verified. It's, it's a sad situation. And hopefully, uh, after Keontae, you know, does his responsibilities. He's able to stick with it and, and get another another swing at this thing. Because um, 
There's a lot of talent there if he can just figure it all out. So sad situation all involved, but he he is going to just sit out college football. I think some people year. thought he may walk on to U of L this year. I still think he will end up a Louisville Cardinal at some point, but it, it's just been kind of one hit after another for him. And I feel like a lot of it's out of his control. You get a bunch of people telling you to do this, do that. I mean, how many high schools did he go to Four. during his career? Third, you know? Three. People forget he was at Ballard for like a. Brief moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy Cross, Ballard, and then Charlestown. I could. I wouldn't be surprised if he went back to Kentucky either. Like, you know, I, I could see that happening. Is this scoop? I'm. I'm pretty sure they would take him. Like, I. I don't. If he wanted. To. What if he just had like they redid the whole recruitment again, and then Michigan State comes into the fold. And then like I've got to show up. Like we're gonna have a, a decision on signing day, not decision, and then go to aspirations. That's not very um, common, is it, Roush, for a guy to go back to a school they were previously at? Uh, the only one I can think of is Louisville Koya Gal. Didn't he do that? Oh, yeah, and Steven Ventrese, he got briefly kicked off the team to go send, be lowered down to D2 Bellarmine, and then Patino said, actually, we're going to need a power forward. You're back on the squad. So there, there's another example for you, Scoots. I wanted to see Quinn Slazinski because he got kicked off. He, he joined Patino at St. John's you and didn't last the summer. You, well, then they kind of kicked out Quinn Slazinski to bring in Chris Ledlam, the Harvard brief moment Tennessee, Tennessee transfer yeah, yeah. suck at Tennessee but then they were like all right we've got a power forward sorry Quinn hit, hit the, he got Steven Ventrese <laughs> <laughs> Quinn Slazinski got Steven Ventrese and the funny thing is U of L fans would just like slurp up some Quinn Slazinski right now they do everything they can to have him in right. the program I, I know that this is just like uh, maybe I'll feel comfortable enough to put it on the Kentucky Real Call Instagram but Steven Ventrese has the largest child like it it's like the baby that's, on that's rich, honey. That's rich coming from you. Kid. It's rich coming from you. Um, <laughs> uh, I've just got to pull up a picture. This, it's it's it is the without a doubt the largest child that's ever existed. Uh, 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 yeah. Great radio, uh, great radio. But like, look how large that kid is. That is a. That's com- a, uh, it's a, a he's Frank's age. It's an eleven month old kid, and this baby is the size of Jacob's torso. I mean, he's a, it's he's the, the hilarious picture is the the mother that is like what? giving the the baby a bottle. His and the wife ba- is a <laughs> normal size woman. The, the, the baby is just as big as the human. Yeah, I mean, it, it's and it's not like camera tricks or anything. It's just an enormous child. That is a ginormous child. Yeah. So uh, need to get Stephen Van. Tr- my buddy's like. We're already recruiting the AAU squad. So for the, uh, I guess that would be 20, who, what class? 2042, maybe? Yeah. We'll roll with that. Yeah, 2042 recruiting class. Watch out for Van Trees, baby. All right, well, shout out to the Thornton's text line because we got one text in, no big deal. Also, shout Woo! out to Trevor Kelsey who just texted me and said he's awake. Woohoo! Trevor's awake! Wow! Uh, he did it. All right. Can you believe it? We're going to do our daily double break out here live at Elk Run, just about a little over an hour away from the second annual Big X Sports Radio Kickoff Classic Golf Scramble. Hope that oh. you can join us out here. You're missing a beautiful morning. We've got another hour of Kentucky Roll Call before we go hit Preview the links. the game, mm-hmm. get some picks, some PT, or not not PT's picks of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Unsponsored. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. All football, all Thorns text on. Got a lot of great stories to talk about here. We can't wait to get to it all. We'll be back. This is KRC on the Big X. Okay. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush.
course, the people As here can to hear. Scoot, you're on the money today, buddy. Thank you. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio to get you pumped up for Saturday. The start of college football season has arrived. Forget week zero. You got some decent matchups last night, although it did look like a week one football game. Should that be a reminder to us, Roush, that things could be a little sloppy tomorrow at the Krogue? Yes and no. I mean, the the difference between Sunbelt Billy's team and the Kentucky football team is these guys have played together before. Sands, Devin Leary. Kentucky's returning a lot of people. And I know it goes back to my favorite drop that we haven't played in a while. This is kind of a long one, but it's TJ going like, well, if you bring all the bad guys back, then how does it make them any better? And it's like, well. I think I sound a little cooler than that. No, no. Um, In fact, I don't think it was a high enough octave um, (laughs) there. But. Kentucky's got a lot of guys back. Yes, there's going to be some. Uh, there's going to be some missed tackles. There might be a drop pass here or there, right? Like that. That's just part of the the early season hiccups. But I, I to go back to what we talked about in hour two. Not only the fast starts, converting and finishing. Kentucky's got the quarterback. <laughs> they, they've got a guy who has played in a lot of football games. That if he m- makes a bad even his his worst decisions you know it's going to be going to the guy who's not as open as the wide open guy um ball state secondary um they had three they had th- three guys on nfl training camps this preseason no. they they lost all of them except for their safety number six who's a pretty talented guy uh the the line that we've been uh saying this week with luck and eyes ball state's going to try to out kentucky kentucky and that's just not going to work uh, which means they're good in the trenches. Um, they've got a talented front seven on the defense. So Kentucky's rush, rushing attack, they're, they're gonna, the offensive line is going to have formidable foes to go up for them. This is going to be a nice challenge. On the other side, they've got five guys with 66 combined returning starts. They're going to give Lane Hatcher some time to pass. Ball State was 11th in the country in pass attempts per game last year. So we want Kentucky to get more sacks? Well, here you go. you got plenty of pass rushing opportunities. Go Get after him. Um, so I'm fired up. I'm excited. Um, but if I've come to learn anything over the last four or five years, TJ, it's when the Wildcats play the Cardinals, the Wildcats usually win about 50 points. Boom, roasted. Yeah. Um, actually, it's 30.6 is the average. Is it true that counting? David Letterman's going to be at the game tomorrow? Probably not. Hmm. Do you know how many? What about S- Jerry Gergich? Uh, no, Larry Gergich. Mm. Do you know how many SEC teams uh, Ball State has beaten in their school's history? I'm guessing it's zero with the way this is phrased. Uh, it is zero. Do you know how many Power 5 teams they've beaten under their coach Mike New? One. Three. Zero. No. You said three. No, not three. <laughs> no, not one either, Jacob. It's zero. So, uh, last year they lost 59-10 to 10 to Tennessee. If Kentucky is, is as good as I think they're going to be, they're going to win by a similar margin. Maybe not 59 points, but maybe 49. What's your favorite non-Power 5 out-of-conference game in the Stoops era? Putting you on the spot. Um, uh, it's, probably, it's probably the UT Martin game where Blake Bone had the long screen pass for a touchdown. That's, that's, a, that's a random reference. 59 to 10, and part of it's because a guy that was a walk-on at UK – that was uh, friends with us, transferred to UT Martin, played in that game, and he played pretty decent. Um, oh, oh, Bill. I forget what Bill's last name was. Will something. Will was a good good. It was a good hang. It's a fun time. But he played for that UT Martin team. Played all right. But, yeah, that would be mine. Do you have one that comes to mind? I know which one wasn't. It was the first one. It was the Western Kentucky 
Stoops' first game. Yeah, I covered that, that one. That, that was a nightmare. Sucks. It was hot. It was very hot. Uh, and yeah, Bobby Trino was the coach it's, of the other it's, team. It's, it's just not good. Kentucky was not, bad. Yeah, not good. Yeah, not yeah. good. Yeah. Not all around. Uh, that being said, I, I like the road win at Southern Miss. What was that? Seventeen. Oh, that was fun. That was very hot as well. You know, but, the weird thing is though, that was this weekend. It was the first game of the year, but in Kentucky, it was super cold. It was like highs in the fifties. It was like rain and it was a really i remember like watching that game and like sweatshirts and stuff and being like we never get this weather in late august early september but but down there yeah it was, it was and then like jordan jones like yell at some fans on the benches behind them or something uh, probably when there's some uh, sort of controversy josh pascal though that was his first game and he knocked a spit out of Edo smith who went on to play for the falcons and 49ers in the nfl i believe he's still in the league but uh and nick mullen's still in the league i think he's uh jared goss back up in detroit if I'm not mistaken, he started a Monday night football game for the Niners. But, uh, yeah, that, that – I went to uh, the East Mississippi Community College the night before and watched that, or two nights before. That was my one get-in-the-car-with-Matt-Jones-and-go-on-the-road trip. That was that was an experience. With, like, Perrin Johnson, I believe, was with us. Quite the crew. Quite the crew. Did you enjoy your memories? Yeah. They did a TV show from Hoover High in Alabama. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Where, where else would you want to do a TV show? Zaxby's. Which, by the way, can we get the Zaxby's back up? Love the Zaxby's. We used to have bread-eating contests. It was riveting television. Uh, you know what's riveting is these Shady Ray sunglasses. Corey, can we get you over here? Yeah, come on over, Corey. Because uh, Corey came in clutch today because I did the thing where I forgot my Shady Rays. And he was he was ready to deliver. Yeah, I'm wearing the the green wolf ones for the first time right now, and even just like looking at the course, you can tell the colors pop. I'm excited to get out there. Although the only thing with with me, Corey, is I feel like these glasses would be good if you don't find every fairway. So I don't know if they're really if, if they're for me because I you're not good right at down golf. the right, no 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 right down the pipe. I don't need to look in the rough for my balls. Oh, uh, okay. they're just right there so every just, time. You're also a good liar. No, I'm telling the truth, <laughs> Corey. These are sweet. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are y'all? Doing well. What's new at Shady Rays? The Oxmoor location about what? Two weeks old now? Three weeks old? Yeah, um, we open August fifth, um, so we're going into maybe our third week. Math is not my strongest point. It's, it's Here, just use that micro. You don't have to put it on your head if you yeah, don't. Yeah, you can just use it like that. Oh, okay, there gotcha. you go. Work. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that mic's working. Gotcha. So yeah, we um, we open August fifth, so um, we're coming up on yeah about a month um, or so, and we've been very busy. Which is not That's what we want to hear, yeah. Yes, yes. A company started right here in Kentucky. Shady Rays is, like, blown up. How long have you been with them? Um, I came on at the end of June. Okay. Um, So um, we had some um, construction, just building the new store. And I was on through that and then hiring my staff. And I pretty much handpicked all of my staff members um, to really give a great customer experience. So I'm very proud of all of our results so far and all of my team. Well, good. Uh, happy, happy to hear it. I like seeing Shady Rays turn into the the company that it is. I remember like five years ago, my buddy was like, "Yeah, my cousin, he's got a sunglass company. They make cheap shades." And I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." And I remember a couple of years later being like, "That was the company, mm-hmm. Shady Rays, the one that's so big now." So you'll be out here. What was the chipping game contest of? Uh, that I'm curious about that. So um, we've got a little um, game set up to where um, the contestants will um, try to chip the um, ball into the little hole. There's I think like three different holes in there, and then the winner a free pair of shades so um last week we're at um a scramble and we saw several people and um probably i think the whole day three or four people made it so it's 
kind of challenging, but I will say it is doable. And one contestant actually won twice. He did it twice. He was the first person to do it, and we were so impressed. We're like, oh, my gosh, do it again. And he did. <laughs> and, yeah, so he, he did it twice. So it is, it is feasible. So we'll have you out here, I think, on hole three or hole four. You guys are going to have your tent, your setup, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we got promo code BIGX for 40% off. That works at the store. Or online, if you're purchasing. I'm also very impressed with Shady Ray's website. We say that every morning on the show. So many different selections, and you all make it so easy to navigate. I haven't been in the physical location at Oxmoor, but I'm sure the setup there is user-friendly, customer-friendly, easy for everybody. So we appreciate you all being partners with us. We're excited to get out there and play the, the chipping contest. Uh, you all brought us – you all have shirts, too. People forget that. It's not just sunglasses. I bought snow goggles before my trip out to Colorado in February. Those were sweet. Yeah. You got to, like, customize it yourself. I had the coolest, I think, snow goggles on the mountain. But you guys have UV shirts. You got prescription glasses. You got blue light glasses as well. It's not just sunglasses. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so um, we also have what's called mystery pairs, too, that are a big hit for us. So um, right now, um, when in our store, um, like online, you have to buy, like, a certain – item or you know certain things to be able to qualify for a mystery pair but in our store advantage of it is um, being able to buy the mystery pairs flat out too so they're one of our best-selling shades in a mystery box um, we don't even know what they are they come into us pre-packaged so it's a lot of fun to kind of come in and see different styles like some of our best sellers some of our discontinued shades um, that are in those boxes so it's all it's a surprise you can't beat the too. price with them I, I i've one time on air i remember talking about it being like it's a little you got to keep this in mind because you buy all the sunglasses you want and then at checkout right before checkout it's like but wait we've got mystery pair and it's like well darn i probably would have taken some of the other ones out and just gone big on the mystery pairs which i've actually done before it's a great deal there's really no like gimmicks to shady rays they just want people to have good sunglasses for an affordable price they realize sunglasses are easy to lose easy to break one time i was golfing with roush sat on my sunglasses those weren't shady rays either so it was like that's it that's the end of the life with those sunglasses uh it's a great company and Corey, we appreciate you being out here with us yeah thank you so much all right uh shady rays if you're out here you're going to get a chance maybe to get some everybody's going to get a chance at a great discount no chance at it you yeah. get it use promo code Jack. 40% off? And 40% off. And, uh, After the round, we're going to have Salsaritas out here, Roush. My mom's going to bring it. How about that? Oh, wow. that's wonderful. Everybody loves when your mom brings lunch to school. This lunch is just for 80 people, and it's Salsaritas. And so. it's wildly addictive chips, mm -hmm. salsa that's so good it's in their name. Maybe we can get Scoots to try some of the hot salsa. Ooh, Scoots, you oh, feel like you're up to that? I I've tried it before. I just don't think I can handle it. I, I don't want no, heart you, you, I just don't want up. heartburn all night, you know? Just scroll up. Just grow up, I'll buddy. try some hot salsa for you. I'll, I'll eat it on one chip just for you guys. <laughs> oh, that's so nice of you. Uh, we do have some breaking news, TJ. Oh, that's great. Uh, I wanna, uh, my computer it, is it my computer because that's broken. Uh, no, it's from Pete Thamel. Stanford, Cal, and SMU will join the Atlantic Coast Conference. It just means both coasts. That's what they're saying the ACC is. All Coast Conference. The ACC. I don't know what to make of this. It's weird. I don't. I, if I'm Stanford, Cal, and SMU, I understand doing it, and I guess I can make the case for why the ACC is doing it, just a strength in numbers standpoint. But supposedly, Florida State and Clemson definitely, definitively did not want this, and I don't think there was any yeah. reconciling like the relationship between those schools and the ACC. So I think the ACC basically just said, 
screw you two. Like Which you is, know, we're, we don't care about your all's opinions. We're gonna we're gonna take these. We're gonna look in for the best interests of the conference. The the fascinating part about this, TJ, is that it's not like an actual vote where they typically on conference matters they do all of their whipping the votes beforehand so they look like they're all unified and they all vote unanimously for action to happen but instead they're just like no 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 we're gonna Florida State and Clemson are still going to be against it but they're just going to get outvoted yeah Um, and part of the reason why the ACC is doing this is to protect themselves if Florida State Miami Clemson etc if they end up leaving at some point they want to have enough people there um uh Part of it, too, I think is just wanting to add numbers, but some are going to argue that dilutes the product, and I might agree with them because I don't like it. It's such a bizarre ad for so many of them. SMU, to an extent, I get what they're doing where they feel like they're getting left behind in all of this and they just want to hop a ride and they don't care what they're going to have to do. They'll, they'll do it. They're just going to, all right, we need to, we need to. We need to be somewhere. We don't care where, even though the Big 12 probably fits better for us culturally, geographically. We'll, we'll sure, give us the ACC. But it's um, this is this is going to be bizarre. There's no question about it. And now, Oregon State and Washington State are the Pac-2. Womp, womp, womp. I'm really looking forward to those U of L road trips out to Stanford. Palo the Cardinal Alto. versus the Cardinals. Palo Alto, classic ACC game. The band is on the field. If you're just, if you're, I mean, if you're like a true sports fan of a Stanford or Cal, which I don't think there's many, you just have to, like, what? You just got to be looking at yourself and be like, what the hell just happened? Now we're going to be going and making road trips to Virginia and Charlottesville for our football games. Uh, this is a disaster. But this is conference realignment. There's the haves and the haves-nots, and the ACC is clearly the haves-nots where things stand right now. Brad from Bellbrook on the Thornton's text line texts in again, getting his money's worth this morning. Yep. He says, hey, fellas, Brad from Bellbrook again. I just read the piece about Ray Davis. I cried like a baby, and he's now my favorite cat on the team. What a story, and what a great young man. I pray to God that he runs for 1000 this year. He, it is an incredible story. Daryl Bird was the one who told it. Um, I, when I saw that Ray was, uh, I learned Ray was an advocate for foster kids because he himself was a product of the foster system. It's like, man, there's, there's a, you know, he, he kind of would like give you a, here's what I'm going to say publicly, but I'm not going to get into details. Well, he, he let Daryl, he peeled back the curtain for Daryl to share all the details with the cat's paws. And, uh, it's it's an outstanding feature, and it's also a great story because not only is it one of um, survival of the foster care system and success afterward, but it's also one of forgiveness. And to to know that there's that much mature. I mean, I was such a turd when I was his age. Like you know, I was H- still his tur- age. Yeah, like twenty two. Well, yeah. someone say you're still a turd. Oh, it got me, got me. Yeah, Jacob is still very much an immature uh, little poop head. But, like, for him, I mean, he, he's said publicly, you know, I had to grow up when I was 12. You learn about the decisions he had to make, the very close personal ones that, you know, I mean, he was living in the basement of a hospital for months at a time where he couldn't go outside, really, because he was just a ward of the state. Uh, he had to, like, go argue his case in front of the courts to – move across the country to play for a prep school. Uh, it was a boarding sports school, basically like IMG, and that got him together, and now he's a Vanderbilt graduate. So it's a very inspiring story. Take, Give yourself 10, 15 minutes to read it. 
over there on the cat's paws. Uh, I, whatever I say can't do it justice. But it also, like, it, yeah. that's why it shouldn't surprise you when he said quotes like he did the other day where he was like, I just want Ramon Jefferson to score. Like, th- that should not surprise you once you learn more about Ray Davis, the type of guy he is. Great fit. Now, what exactly does it mean? Like, what does Ray Davis bring from a production standpoint? It would be cool if he got around 1,000. I do think they're just going to try to share the carries a little bit more just to save themselves, right? Like For no, week one or all season? All season. I you mean, think I, so? I think that early you, that you're right, that it's going to be something similar to that where it will be running back by committee because you're playing cupcakes and it's probably not yeah. – you're not going to need to – 12 carries. But I think once, like, they get a hot hand in the Florida game or a hot hand down in Nashville, you're going to see – Probably Ray Davis. I mean, it's going to be Ray Davis emerge, unless somebody else does. Yeah. But I, I don't think it's going to be by committee all year. Obviously, it's, you yeah. know. E- e- I like it, that theory, though. You, you even f- last year, Cavassier Smoke, we get a carry here or there. But it was clearly Chris Rodriguez's team. I think that is what's going to happen with Ray Davis. But other guys will get carries, too, here and there. That's true. Um, it, it's just going to be uh, – uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, though, because there are a lot of weapons there. Uh, the wrecking crew Jeff- here? Jefferson. We mentioned Ramon Jefferson, uh, who's a bowling ball. Levis called him Mighty Mouse before he got hurt last year. Jimmy Sumo Karmbe is a bigger guy who doesn't look like he's got a lot of wiggle, but he's been practicing as much at wide receiver as he has been at running back. So he's going to be out there a ton. Jatan McClain was a nice pass-catching off- uh, option. He was a part of the, the fight crew, and in his first game back, he caught like a 25-yard touchdown against LSU, so we know that Cohen likes to use him in the pass game. Running back position going to be a lot of fun to monitor this year. I feel like that's on Sunday, TJ, after when I'm just rolling in all the money I won from betting the Cats. So we're going to look at the snap counts. And I'm fascinated by running back snap counts and also defensive line. Because one thing we didn't mention on the depth chart, all three defensive linemen starters were oars aside from Deion Walker. But, like, all six of those guys are going to play significant snaps. It's just how many? Who's the one that's going to be creating havoc on third downs and obvious pass rushing situations? How does Ox look out there, right? Like, we feel like we kind of wasted a year because he lost all that weight after the injury. Can't he get back to that form that the texture was alluding to? Um, There's no way that Oxendon has any eligibility left after this year. He was only a. He's been at UK for 15 years. He's cost. I had classes with him back in 09. He was cost 2020. He's a redshirt sophomore. That's nuts. Yeah. It's just a name like that. I think stands out. Yeah. I just remember yeah, it for yeah, a while. Yeah. Uh, I, I was thinking about this yesterday, and I had it written down on my computer, but the computer's broken. Uh, Roush, I think this is the nastiest front seven in the history of Kentucky football. And I'm not a big hyperbole guy, and that's an incredibly hyperbolic statement, but name a better one. It is unbelievable the talent they have there. Well, and you, like, it's like you get so impressed with the front line, and then you move on to the linebackers, and you're like, wait, the linebacker core may be even better. And then the secondary is a different story. That's why I said front seven, but I, I can't think of one. The closest eighteen, right, 18 so would be in the conversation. The the part the problem of it all is just the, it's it's depth. I mean, like because the defense in two thousand seven had a lot of memorable names, and they're I mean they were nasty at front. Sweet P Burns, uh, I believe, was still around, but Myron Power, Corey Peters, Jeremy Jarman, like some very talented guys up front. But if any of them went down, like you're just kind of stuck. Whereas right now. The two deep there is is it's so impressive. Like you don't get significant drop offs. I mean, Keyshawn Silver is a backup, and he's a former five star. That's six five. Should we get excited about him this year? You think, or is it next year to kind of turn your attention to him? I, 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 I admittedly, I'm like, I don't know. Because like, yeah. it, it, like, 
That's what's fun. Anybody it, does, for what well, it's worth. You don't have to really rely on him. And it sounds like Brad White's kind of excited about Josiah Hayes. But Hayes is one of those, like, I don't want to say you have to have kitty gloves on, but the last time they asked about him, they were like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say anything about him anymore because he tried challenging him publicly and it worked, and then he tried not. And then he's like, you know what? I'm just going to let him do his thing out there. And if it's good, I'll pat him on the back. And if not, then, you know, we're just going to keep moving forward. So um, people forget he was a former top 300 recruit. Uh, I didn't forget, and it was kind of funny, like, you lose Justin Rogers, and then, what was it, like, a couple days later that they were like, all right, he's been replaced. <laughs> a new guy uh-huh. who had kind of, at that point, a similar track record to Rogers, where it's like, a lot of talent, you see some flashes, it's kind of just how bad do they want it, how yeah. bad do they want to be great, and that's the beauty about Deion Walker, is you don't even have to bring that up with him. You know that that dude is a star, he wants to be a star, he works to be a star, and you're going to see him on Sunday sooner than later, so enjoy him at UK as long as you can. Uh, which hopefully will be two more seasons. Yes, yeah, that's that's the hope. And you also hope, though, that, like like you said, that his, his biggest thing is just, like, consistency. Because when guys are that big, it takes so much effort to move. Uh, just, like, to move anywhere. He does it so effortlessly. He just got to want to be dominant every single play. And if he has that mentality and mindset, he's going to be a superstar, potential All-American this fall for the Wildcats. So, Oh, let's freaking go. Let's yeah, go. Very excited for football let's season. Go. Excited for this Thornton's text line as well. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, We are going to absolutely, can't say that word, blank Florida up. Graham Mertz is full on bona fide cheeks. Yeah. I, I think the whole Florida offense was bona fide cheeks, as the kids would say. Yeah, this Florida period in general wasn't wasn't great. Um, one texter says, Howie debating taking TJ and Roush as a lock of the week each week and seeing where that takes me by the end of the year. No offense, Scoots. Scoots? None taken. None taken. He's, it's smart to do so. It was nice hitting all the, hitting all the bets last night. It didn't make – but – Oh, shout two, out to but, the yeah. shout out to the texter that just said, like, was it Salt Lake Brian that was like, take Utah? Yeah, yeah. That, that convinced me. I mean, Rice Eccles And I did. So shout out to you, Salt Lake Brian. 13 of their last 15 at home or something like that. They don't, they don't lose there very often. They don't lose there very often. Alex from Colca here tuning hey, into Alex. the Utah game for the second half. Holy hell, our D-line is going to eat their lunch <laughs> all night. I mean, you're exactly right. <laughs> We're going to dominate football this year, Alex. <laughs> it's going to be a really good I mean, time. In here, I just – Nothing's just, ever gone wrong for UK football, so we were made in the shade, baby. But, like, transport yourself back to when Jacob was asking, did I watch the Swamp documentary about those stupid Gators from 2007? Imagine telling yourself – that 16-year-old TJ, that 15-year-old Nick, yeah, you're going to go in expecting to beat Florida because you can dominate them in the trenches and you have better skill players. Like they, like, I just wish I could go wrap my arm around myself, T- little TJ, I think freshman year, at the Tim Tebow-Taylor Wyndham game, where it's like, hey, in the future, you're going to actually celebrate beating Florida, not just knocking out their Heisman oh, all-star quarterback. Man. Just be patient, and eventually You'll you're going to be better than these guys. Uh, and it's kind of like when Stoops took over and this thing started to build and we started to climb up the SEC standings, Roush, it was. Like, we talked about it on KRC a ton, but it was, you got to just beat Vanderbilt every year. Last year was inexcusable, but I think there's no big picture concerns that Vandy's going to move up the pecking order. That one had to be, you know, that one's buried. See you later. Then you needed to just win more times than not against Missouri and South Carolina. Stoops is did that and he did that probably starting what 16 17 maybe even before then and then it was all right you've got georgia tennessee in the east am i missing one more florida georgia tennessee and florida those are traditional powers they've always been for the most part better than kentucky can you start winning those games 
semi-regularly. doesn't have to be all the time, but you need to start. You can't lose to them all the time. And with Florida, they've done exactly that. Tennessee, it's not as much as we would like, but my goodness, has Kentucky been right there time and time again, and Soups has gotten them uh, a time or two, but we just think it should be more. And then Georgia's really like the untouchable one, but the beauty about Georgia is if you get to that point, then you're – it's not just beating Georgia – it's competing for national championships, yeah, which yeah. is crazy to think, like, as we're holding our hand, as this U.K. football program grows up, you're saying, like, the last boss is Georgia, and but that's, it's really that's, a that's, crown that's, for a national championship. Yeah, it's not yeah. even necessarily Georgia, right, right. and we're still doing it. It's been a slow and steady pace, but we like the progress. We feel like we're right there, and is anybody – I know a lot of people are picking Tennessee to beat Kentucky this year. Is anybody going to go into that game thinking U.K. doesn't have a chance? Nope. Is anybody going to go – that's the – beauty of uk football right now rush there's so many saturdays when we were younger going in to games being like well just don't get blown out try to keep it competitive not anymore now let's go win find ways to win and that's the evolution of the football program under stoops a texture on the thornton's text line says john here hey john i think we're going to see you out here this morning good friday morning I can't wait to see the KRC crew and individuals of the text line. Fun times, my friends. Hey, I have our football cats winning by 25-plus. Cat strikes. Give me Leary as the MVP. He will throw for five touchdowns. On a side, if, if, if Leary's throwing five touchdowns, Sean, I hope the Cats are winning by more than 25. Yeah. On a side note, <laughs> thank you again, Justin. Well, have a great weekend. Got to go see you later. Yeah, Justin, you, you hooked John up, didn't you? I did. No problem, John. Glad, happy to help out. Hope you enjoy your stay. Scoots, do you have your picks of the week? I do, yes. Excited to Rash, wow. do you have your picks of the week? Oh, I've got so many picks of the week. I, it's before we started the show, I placed five bets. Just had them all lined up, ready to roll, and I just hit the smash the bet button. It's great. If, if you're wondering, in a week, you are going to be able to place bets in person in Kentucky. Very exciting time, Woo! sports bets. And then at the end of the month, the end of this month, you'll be able to do it on your phone. But we're at Elk Run, and we're doing the KRC Golf Scramble, the Big X Golf Scramble out here in Indiana. They had their stuff together longer than Kentucky did, unfortunately. So you can make your bets out here. We're going to do the picks of the week. I'm going to just give – we already know what Roush thinks. Uh, I think Scooch picked UK to go like 7-5 and five yesterday on the Spears show. We uh, may have to ask no. him about so that. Absolutely not. It was 9-3. and three, Thank you. 9-3. and three. Okay. Uh, Mike Rutherford had a funny – I'll just – I'll tease this. Mike had – U of L beating Notre Dame and UK, but going eight and four. Yeah. No, if I, that happens, I think that'd be a disappointing season for Brom. No, that would be a Brom season, though. You, oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah, like he would beat he teams that he wouldn't, and then he lose to a bunch of. Poops if I were U of L fan and we beat Notre Dame and Kentucky, I'm thinking college football playoff, and I'm not joking. The th- no, no. Yeah. No. Like, if you can beat those teams on your schedule, you shouldn't lose to freaking Virginia. You shouldn't lose to Boston College. Well, the, the thing is, after watch, I know it's overreaction season, but. They aren't beating Notre Dame anymore. Uh, I, I thought they might. No. I'll they're, give yeah. you a spoiler alert. They're not they're, beating they're Kentucky not. either. No, they're no, not winning no. either. The rivalry, you know, they might be able to think they can a little bit better. But, yeah, yeah, I don't I don't think they're going to. But we're going to give predictions. We're going to give the picks of the week. Help everybody get stupid, filthy rich by the time we're done with the show today. We're out at Elk Run. One final segment of Kentucky Roll Call. Oh, Coming up next. Huh? Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Coach calls the Oklahoma drill. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. 
One of you guys are at linebacker. One of you guys that are at running back. Who is winning the Oklahoma drill? Ooh. This is tough because my guy Scoot's here. He's got a low center body gravity. Yeah, I'm he, like five foot four. So. And, and I'm like six foot six. So like it's just <laughs> it's not ideal um, for like you know, low man wins. So pad level is gonna be not gonna be on my side. But I do think if it was if I was to line up a if it was just lining up across from the trenches, I think I could drive him back. But as far as getting low and tackling, like he might be able to sl- slink around me if he's running back and I'm the linebacker. Well, and I'm gonna take a cheap shot too because I never played football, so I don't <laughs> I don't know what goes and what doesn't go. But I'm gonna hit him where it counts, and, and I'll beat him. I got a whole lot of money. Y'all it from me. Bottle keep popping that water up there. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Finally got to check out the clubhouse here. First off, they're playing Big X Sports Radio in the clubhouse. I was uh, weird going to the bathroom and then hearing your own voice do a Shady Race promo. Potential golfers. Get out of my head. Uh, But this place is amazing. I can see the events they have here, the weddings they have here. We got Clay B116 at the Elk Run Clubhouse. How about a little wait for the crowd, oh. Levy116? Yeah. We've got an update from John Spears on the Casito Cookie Lady. John Spears is here. The, I, the Cookie Lady is not, though. He said, you would not catch me bringing that here. It, I, I'm also convinced that John Spears has one polo in his closet, and it's that same X polo. I've never seen him <laughs> in anything else besides that one shirt. But he's out here. People are starting to arrive. We've got some T-shirts. Uh, intern Jacob, I actually could put you to work here for a second. Yeah. Can you go put those koozies in all the carts? Oh, Everybody gets a koozie. Great job, Intern Jacob. And I broke most of them down into fours with rubber band. Not all of them, though. But Somebody you. already grabbed one, too, by the way. Oh, uh, well, they're fired. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're fired. Uh, one final segment, KRC on the Big X. We're gonna, uh, but this place is unbelievable. I can see big events being hosted here, Roush. I could even see a wedding reception being in there. Uh, it's classy, it's nice, mm-hmm. it's spacious, and they've got it going on. This was not completed when we were out here last year. Two golf simulators in there. Oh There's yeah, a great place. Uh, like if you have a, you want to throw a big surprise birthday party, or just a, I don't know, you got a big thirtieth, fortieth. Uh, or, uh, you know, maybe graduation party. Well, this was just, just about six, seven minutes once you cross the bridge. Yeah, very short drive. Yeah, so, just uh, like like, Road. There, there are definitely a lot of courses in Louisville that take longer to get to than, than Elk Run does. So make sure you check them out. Keep them in mind for any big events you may have. Yeah, if you just want to get the boys out here and hit up the simulators when the weather starts to turn, Elk Run is the place to be. And we're so happy that they have us back out here. Uh, shocking that we got invited back, Roush. It really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gonna be on your P's and Q's today? No, not at all. Actually, I am. I'm, I've been so much more mature lately. I only had five beers last night. <laughs> but that it, it really—I was proud of myself. I came home. It's like, wow, you didn't just drink thirteen beers and come home at one a.m. And like, you've, you've already—you've already topped that total here since the show started. So that's pretty—it's <laughs> pretty, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> Let's finish up this Thornton's text line the most that we can. A texture says on the Thornton's text line. Oh, I don't know where we're at. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of text, actually. Lots. One day left until Kentucky kickoff. Kind of makes me wish UK basketball tip-off was around the corner, too. If you could swap anyone from the basketball team to the football team and vice versa, who are you reading? Thanks, South Georgia Wildcat. Lay off the sauce, South Georgia Wildcat. 
Vice versa. Um, I think Keyshawn Silver was a high school basketball player. He's a big guy, and they need a little bit of extra meat and potatoes on the inside. Uh, a lot of tall, skinny guys, not a lot of big guys to push people around. So I'd take Keyshawn Silver on the basketball team. And then o- opposite, I would go... Um... Uh, Ooh, I guess I would I would go Justin Edwards just because I think he's the best athlete, and you get a six foot eight guy you can throw it up to. Give me DJ Wagner as a defensive back. He's got that dog in him. Oh, he's a lockdown he corner. I've got no issue with that. And then give me JJ Weaver in a Chuck Hayes role, just like a bruising four. Uh, I mean Chuck Hayes played five, but like a bruising four, undersized four. That's just super. Mu- I could not believe that picture of him doing that press conference. J.J. Weaver, how yeah, big he is. He's, he's an, that he is, is a grown is so man, big. adult, and he's just going to be wrecking havoc against defenses all year. I'm glad that U.K. was able to get him for another season. On the way from Bardstown, 65 North at Fern Valley is a standstill for anybody coming that way. Oh, Make sure you just stay far left, and all, so many people are trying to get on the Waterson. That Waterson East exit on 65 North coming in from, like, you know, Nashville, Bowling Green is – Horrible, yeah. and I just cut the line every single time. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. Zipper, zipper merging. Who is? We were talking with somebody, and they were. Uh, it was Stephen Peak. He said, "Oh guys, no, don't tell me this." No, no. He said, "Guys, I hate how nobody knows how to merge. If we could just get part of the show sponsored to just say, hey, everybody, learn how to zipper merge because nobody knows it. Everybody needs to be zipper merging, and they just don't do it." And it, it frustrates him to Bolivia. I'm big on the – I want to do a PSA for turn signals. I, I think people that don't use turn signals are incredibly selfish. Um, but that being said, you're supposed to zipper merge. You come off as a jerk doing it, but it's a lot better than having a line that goes from 65 at the Waterson all the way back to Shepherdsville. You don't need that. A texter says, if Leary were to go down with injury, knock on wood, how confident are we in Kaya Sharon to operate this offense? Zero confidence. The season's lost if Devin Leary gets hurt. Yeah, like – People don't in a pinch in a one week scenario they can figure it out, but if it's the full season, you're screwed. Like you're toast. You're, and, you're, and that's not beating good teams and, without Devin Leary, a quarterback. And this is the case for ninety percent of every football team that's ever played. For NFL, college, like if your quarterback's hurt for the year, you're you're toast. That's how it works. And let and let's have, you know every team doesn't want their best players to get injured, but like it will be so frustrating too, Roush, because the defense will still do its defensive stuff. It'll be like the Music City Bowl last year. We're like, defense was kind of working their butt off, giving you a chance, and then the offense just constantly was messing up. Watching a – oh, uh, a texture says. Oh, here we go. I got it for us. Boys, let's scramble. Don't forget to start up the Yahoo Eliminator League, and let's start the Pick'em League back up too. See you soon. I'll definitely do an NFL Survivor League. I don't know if I'll do a college football Pick'em or not. That being said, my computer's broken, so I will Probably won't be doing much of anything until I get this bad boy fixed. Uh, But good reminder, I'll make sure I get all my ducks in a row there. A texter says, so much fun watching Mertz in Florida look bad and disorganized all game long. That and knowing the under was looking good by even halftime in Minnesota versus Nebraska made for an amazing Thursday kickoff. Yeah, I had a blast watching football last night. Had my draft as well. I like the team that I I got uh, all around a good Thursday night. Watching a Netflix Adam Sandler movie over Utah, Florida is preposterous. Moved by Scoots. And with that said, I'm in no way surprised. <laughs> it really is preposterous. There's only, it's the only way to uh, to put it. Um, oh, the texter got it right. Jeff Demps. That was the name that I couldn't think of from Florida, who had like five touchdowns against UK. Somebody says, year. suck it, intern Jacob. Uh, yeah, Scooch, are you still there? No. He's, he's on his way. I believe it's the big guy. Trevor, are you there? It's me, guys. <laughs> it's Scoots. <laughs> Am I right? 
Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Go Hoosiers. I dated a Hoosier You're going to be out here today, aren't you? You're going to be out here today at some point, right? I will be as soon as you guys shut up. We're giving a free Kentucky roll call shirt to whoever can smoke more cigarettes on the course than Trevor today. I got I got two full packs and a, and a half pack in my pocket. Bring it. Uh, Texter says on the third text line, Trinity's worst mistake was hiring that bum Jay Cobb. Didn't accomplish anything at Somerset and that weak-ass class they expected him to exceed at the best program in the state. Wow. Shots fired to Jay Cobb for one texter on the Thornton sex line. Wow. Uh, a a texter says, Scooter, going down this year, brother. Bring it. Yeah, right. Is that work? Is this working? Yeah, uh, yeah. Sounds Please. good. Yeah, fine enough. Stetson Bennett transferred out and back to Georgia. People do forget that. Wishing you guys the best today all the way down in Colga. Happy Catterday Eve. Love you guys. Cats by 90. Can't wait to hear the breakdown on Monday. All right, I've got UK going 9-3 and three in the regular season. I don't need to necessarily go by game-by-game game breakdown. I think that we'll lose at Georgia, and then I think they're going to lose at Mississippi State, and I think they're going to lose at South Carolina, and it's going to be a little frustrating. That being said, they beat Alabama. And Tennessee. Wow. And Tennessee. So I'm doing a little bit of, you know, I kind of really, giving a mother really, for crap being like, if they're going to beat Notre Dame and Kentucky, <laughs> and I'm having, they're going to beat Alabama and Tennessee. Uh, but I, I do. I, I do think that UK is, Stoops is known to drop one that he shouldn't. I think that's going to happen. Uh, usually more likely to be on the road than it is at home. And I just think this is the year for the big home games at Kroger Field that the rubber meets the road and UK delivers. And they've been doing more of that lately. 2021 with Liam Cohen back there, you had Florida and LSU back-to-back weeks. Kentucky took care of business in both those. I think you're going to see some some big-time wins. So that's I got them going 9-3. and three. Okay. I think they'll end up at the Outback Bowl, Roush, and win that. Another 10-win season for Stoops. Lachlan McLean will have to pay me $100, which will be great as well. So, so that's my prediction. I've got 9-3. and three. He says that Stoops will never have a 10-win season again at UK. Oh, that's like uh, my buddy betting another friend. It was – like he had to get on a payment plan to pay up this bet. It was so much money that Tiger would never win another major again. Oh, it sounds like Locke. Yeah, it was one of those very just like – I mean, even though he's not Tiger, he was going to win another one, and you know what? He won the Masters, Scoots. I think you could win the Masters of golf today. You're just that – Our scramble might win the Masters scramble. It could. Good. Let me turn you up a little bit. Here, keep talking. Just so, yeah. There we go. Yeah. That's my volume there. Okay, there you go. Now Love we it. can Now we can really hear you. Um, Let's do our picks of the week real quick. Okay. Let's do some picks Just of the so week. so we're getting ourselves plenty of time. Which, I don't know which game. I, I have so many games that I love. I don't know which ones to pick. Uh, well, that's part of the contest. It's a great You a were the winner last have. year, which is pretty embarrassing for me. Scoots, you've been mostly uncompetitive in this whole event. Why don't you go ahead and start us off? Why don't you suck it, pal? I'm going to start it off with going against Louisville. I just think this game's going to be so much closer than Louisville fans are giving it credit for. Give me Georgia Tech plus seven and a half. And that's why you've not uh, been competitive. Trevor, I just – I love the – I love your confidence because you are like most of Louisville fans. You haven't even thought of the possibility that they might lose this football game. And I, I, I just – I want you to know that Louisville's not going to go out there and win by 40 tonight. Like that, That's not going to happen. I'm expecting 20, but okay, go on. Okay, only 20. All right, only a 20-point win over a Power 5 team that you've never beaten before. Right? Like, 
Louisville Ofer against Georgia Tech. Is that correct? Ofer like two, maybe I guess. I don't know. Have so wow, never beaten Georgia Tech ever. And I was at that game in eighteen where Georgia Tech. Well, that beat eighteen Louisville, game, like no game in eighteen doesn't seven. count. Do you remember that though, Trevor? Yes, I remember. I remember. We did the t- me and Roush. I think did the TV show the next morning at Zaxby's, and we spent the first <laughs> segment talking about the uh, the tweet from Georgia Tech. Oh, just touchdown! And what was it? Our, our just this is our sixth touchdown, sixth touchdown of the night. again, yeah, or something like that, yeah. Oh man! All right, uh, who, whose pick is it? Uh, your pick, teacher. Okay, I've got UNC covering two and a half for South Carolina. South Carolina's got a lot to replace. I think maybe they figure it out at some point. I picked them to beat UK, but they'll lose this one. UNC will cover two and a half. More on that later. Oh, oh! More on that later. He didn't turn on his microphone when he said it, though. I'm going to uh, try not to overthink this uh, and just pick Brian Kelly. Oh, that, that was a very close game last year. They had their opportunities uh, to win. And they could not get it done. But I, I, I think it's just LSU is a better team. They're going to be a quarterback. So give me LSU in primetime minus two and a half over Florida State. More on that later. <laughs> oh, here we go. Iowa's not beating anybody by 23 and a half. Give me Utah State plus 23 and a half. The fighting Jordan loves? Yeah. Did, did, did you hear that? Did the people hear that? Did Trevor hear that? What? Oh, I heard Whatever it. Whatever he just said. I okay, heard it. Good. Yeah. All right. We're, we're good. good. We're All rocking right. and rolling. Uh, who are they playing? Iowa. Iowa. Okay, my Iowa second pick. Give me Purdue. Given four versus Fresno. New coach up there. Defensive minded. I, I I just think they'll win by a touchdown. I don't think it's going to be pretty. I don't think Purdue's going to be any good this year. They may be as bad as Indiana Scoots, but I will uh, take Purdue. Given four versus Fresno. Roush, what's your second pick? I do not like first year defensive head coaches in new places. Uh, just don't like it. Um, this is not an official bet, but Scoots, I'm going to bet for Iowa to score 34 points in a football game. So I'm a real sicko here. Um, you are a sicko. I'm a super duper sicko. But uh, one of my, it's I, I, I will. No, we're going Monday night, last game of the weekend. Clemson minus 13 over Duke. I just they got a new offense coordinator with Garrett Riley, who was at TCU last year. It's Lincoln's little brother. Cade Klubnick's a quality quarterback. Dabo finally got out of his stupid mindset, changed things up, and I think that diversity is going to uh, – the, the diversity in mindset and scheme is really going to open up, and the Clemson offense is going to kick a lot of ass. They're probably going to run the table this year. So give me the Clemson Tigers, minus 13 versus – Lock of the week, Tom Scoots. I'm with you, TJ. I'm taking North Carolina minus the two and a half. Lock it up. Plumley bro, bro, you might want to bet that. Oh, he's locking it up. Uh, my lock of the week is Roush's first pick. LSU's going to beat Florida State. I think it'll be close for a little while. LSU pulls away late, two and a half, not nearly enough points. Lock that one up. Go ahead and make some money off that one. LSU will cover two and a half. That's my lock of the week. Roush, what's your lock of the week? My lock of the week is a battle of two golf powers. The home just made good on his bet with Scooch, by the way. He's uh, a stand-up guy. Yeah, Lannister always pays his debts. Uh, South Alabama in Mobile, they've got helmets that says the home of Mardi Gras on the back of them, and they're playing Tulane, where people think Mardi Gras is, but actually started in Mobile. Tulane's going to be a darling. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites at home. South Alabama's probably the best team in the Sun Belt, no offense, John Summerall, but they're bringing everybody back, and I think they're going to catch Tulane sleeping. So give me South Alabama, six-and-a-half-point dog, maybe sprinkle on the money line as well. Ooh, okay, I like it. Uh, Tulane coming off a pretty dream season for really anybody's standards, but especially for Tulane. Okay, there's our picks. What do we shoot today, guys? What do we shoot? Seven is the number Scoot says. Let's try to beat seven. 
Let's try to do it. I think we can. I think we should hopefully beat seven. Um, I don't know if we'll have somebody hole out like Jacob did, though. That was a lot of fun. If you're out here, we've got some shirts for sale. Uh, we have gotten way behind on our raffle entry draws, so that's not what we're looking for. Not ideal. Uh, but we'll see if we can get that cooking. We've also got some Thornton's uh, Donuts. We're going to have Salsaritas later. A, a little sh- bit of everything. A shout-out to Elk Run again for having us out here. Salsaritas are Friends at Shady Rays have been so accommodating with everything. So shout out to all those folks and to you, the listener. Football season's here. Summer radio is over. It can be tough at times, but we have finally made it. I'm so pumped for tomorrow. Final final predictions, Cats versus Ball State. Kentucky, Devin Leary throws three – no, no, excuse me, four touchdowns. Kentucky rushes for two more. Alex Rayner kicks a field goal. And the Wildcats win 45-7 to after giving up a late touchdown. Complete domination. A wonderful time at Kroger Field to kick off the 2023 season. I will take the Cats 41-6. to It's a blowout city. It's going to be a fun day. It's going to be a nice, toasty day at the Kroger tomorrow. Enjoy it. Enjoy your Labor Day weekend. Have fun. Be safe. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Kentucky Roll on Big X Sports Radio. Mike Rutherford and Trevor will be doing the show out here at 3. We'll be playing golf. Hope to see everybody out here. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Justin Kalen, Nick Roush, Trevor Kelsey. I'm TJ Walker. We'll see you on Tuesday. Go Cats! It's a party, it's a party, it's a party. It's a party, it's a party, it's a party. My partner.